Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Over the midcourt line, Kobe. Kobe's going to dribble it out. And this ball game is over. The San Antonio Spurs on Greg Popovich's 73rd birthday prevail 131 to 122. And the Bulls, that was Chuck Sorsky, the Bulls' final call right here, heard right here on WSCR, 670 AM, Chicago, the score. And the Bulls honored Greg Popovich by allowing the Spurs to hit 73% from three-point range last night. Something like that. Welcome and welcome back. Steve Rosenblum, Mark Rody with you. Chicago Sports Radio, 670, the score, Saturday, Suckage. It was just... It was a thing. It was awful. It was ugly. So in times like this, we turn to Rick Camp. He joins yeah. us on the Score Hotline, presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Rick. Why is it that when things are going bad, you go to me? We <laughs> usually, usually that's that's how women treat me, but I mean, I figured you guys would be slightly better than that. Because I think self-burn, those are rare. Stress, stress eating, stress eating, I think, is a part of what's going on here. So we turn to you, we turn to you for the goodness that you bring in the I'm Fat podcast. But let's talk about the Bulls allowing 48 points from three-point range, allowing a 43% Three-point accuracy, they gave up 58 points in the paint, and they watched the Spurs record 35 assists, forcing just seven turnovers. Um, are we, Should we just get back to you in six to eight weeks like everything else with the Bulls these days, Rick? I mean, it sure feels like it, and that, that like offensive performance from the Spurs was interesting because – that's not really their profile. That's a really like modern, like, you know, at the rim and three point approach. And that's not really the way uh, they've trended most of the year. And it, it is fitting though, that the Spurs got the 35 assists because I don't know if you guys know this, but Jim Boylan, who once said he wanted the bulls to average 35 assists coached under Greg Popovich. So that's, we need so to that's keep playing, playing the way we're playing. <laughs> You're right. Popovich, though, does not coach by faith. However, like for th- for this game individually, it's I think it was just 
uh, uh, DeJounte Murray's really, really good. And he's yeah. just because he plays in San Antonio and he's a guy that's more on the rise this year. Like he's the main reason from the San Antonio perspective, they were totally cool with DeMar DeRozan leaving this past off season because they knew DeRozan didn't want to stay. And also they wanted to, you know, give more of the playmaking responsibilities to Murray. And that's why he's had, I believe, 10 triple doubles this year and was a rebound shy of one yesterday. Uh, but the thing that uh, Greg Popovich did and, you know, on his birthday, having a nice uh, a nice defensive adjustment was in the second half, they came out really taking away the mid range and daring the Bulls to hit some three point shots. And the Bulls just clearly didn't do that. And DeRozan even, you know, made one three, but he only attempted one. So he was still trying to get to his spots. And that just ended up being the difference that, you know, the Bulls weren't hitting their threes. I mean, when you go eight for 30, that's just kind of one of those things where you definitely miss Lonzo Ball in those instances. And when it came to slowing down DeJounte Murray, the Bulls defense is mostly predicated on being able to stop guys at the point of attack. Well, that's where Lonzo and Alex Caruso would have come in. So, yeah, they're definitely still missing those guys a lot. Big time. Yeah, man. And then on offense... That Popovich had them pick and rolling in the that final quarter on every single play, as well. And and it, was Billy Donovan just out coached by Greg Popovich on this night? There's maybe an element of that, but I think as much as anything, it, it was just personnel. Because, I mean, that's the, that, this is why I had some of the issues I have with the Bulls thinking about the playoffs is because in the playoffs, when one thing works, good coaches keep having their guys go back to it and go back to it and go back to it until it gets stopped. And part of the reason, especially in pick and roll that you really miss Caruso and ball is the way the bulls want to do it is have, it's tough to stop a guy from just straight getting to the rim just Mm -hmm. by the nature of how the game is called. But that guy is supposed to make it harder on the ball handler. So that way he's either off balance when he gets to the spot he wants, or he gets to the rim but he's not at the spot he wants to make the job on Vucevic a little bit easier so when he's at least just like in the right spot he's able to contest enough to make it a really difficult shot for the ball handler that's what they were doing early in the season but now that guys are getting more of a free run in terms of getting to Vucevic it makes it easier for them to get around him because he's not the most agile or vertical dude in the world Talking with Rick Camp, he is the host of the Bulls post-game show here after Bulls games. Tomorrow's Bulls game, by the way, is at 2.15. The pregame starts, Chuck's pregame. They will host Portland. That means the uh, we will be carrying NFL football, but not till later. So the AFC Championship game uh, will be heard on our brother station, WBBM, 780 AM. And that begins kickoffs at 2. And after the Bulls game, after the NFC Championship game, 49ers and Rams will be here on the score, but it's the Bulls and Portland tomorrow. We'll see if the defense is better. There was a moment in Billy Donovan's postgame last night, Rick, that I wanted to bring back for our audience in case our our listener, our audience, missed it. And I think it spoke to, he was really diplomatic about what he said, so we'll listen to it, and then I guess we'll interpret it for a... Yeah, you know, I think there's like this misconception of, you know, like, you know, maybe, you know, other people need to do other people's jobs. I mean, the reality is that, you know, defense is a man's situation, you know, and, you know, if, if we're going to sit there and say, Hey, you two guys or you three guys don't have to worry about playing defense. It's someone else's job. You, you're never going to be a good team. Def- that, that takes all five guys. Now I do think offensively there's roles 
there's guys have skill levels and you want to try to put guys where they're maximizing their skill levels. But, you know, defensively, everybody's going to have to block out. Everybody's going to get back in transition. Everybody's going to have to guard the ball. Everybody's going to get over pick and roll. Everybody's going to have to deal with screening actions. And you can't just sit there and say, okay, well, you take care of all the screens. You take care of all the pick and rolls. You take care of all the rebounds. We've all got, we got to do all that stuff collectively. That's Bears, Bulls coach Billy Donovan. And basically he's saying our best offensive players are going to have to play defense because our best defensive players aren't there. So get with it. I thought it was very diplomatically done, Rick. Yeah, that was really well done because DeMar DeRozan is in his 13th year and he still hasn't figured out the whole, well, maybe he's figured it out. He just doesn't care about the defensive effort part of it. Because <laughs> DeRozan's just never, like, that's part of the reason people were down on him when he came over is like, yeah, he can help your offense a lot. And he has been absolutely wonderful for the Bulls. However, his defense sucks and, and yeah. it generally always has. And that's just part of the DeMar DeRozan thing is that he doesn't play defense very well. And, and Zach Levine has gotten a lot better, especially on the ball or in terms of like jumping passing lanes, but in terms of kind of like being able to keep an eye on who has the ball and then also keeping an eye on his own guy, I don't think that's necessarily a lack of effort thing, but it's something that he still has his issues with. And then obviously Vucevic is a, is a limited defender. So th that's part of the reason that, you know, you look at this team even when more healthy of this is why they need every piece and why people were lower on them than they've than uh, they've ended up being and they've exceeded expectations is because the pieces fit together so well, but they need all the pieces for it to fit together that well. But, so for the Bulls to be a team that could maybe get to, you know, have a chance of winning a second round series in the playoffs, they need everybody to be healthy. By the way, as for the the doubters of Demar Derozan, I, I I was for I I didn't I didn't have a problem with it like some people did. I, and I know you were one of them, Rick. Mm -hmm. uh, I am so sick and tired of people taking like it's really weird the victory lap a lot of people are taking over Demar Derozan being an all star starter and being good as you said with the Bulls towards people who had rational doubts about Demar Derozan but it's really it's pretty harsh you know and I, I am sick of hearing of I've heard Stacey King go off on on many occasions there were rational reasons to think that at at this age uh, not not that he's that old but having you know coming in here that it may not have been a great fit have you sense that more with this like more like I got it right nah 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 than in pa with past hot topics oh absolutely yeah this has been an absolute because uh, it's coincided with the Bulls getting better so everybody is just that much more emphatic about it yeah but the, and the thing vicious. is too and part of it is and mind you like I was very happy to be wrong about that that's part of, of the other thing is people are think because you thought this ahead of time that means you hate the Bulls no that's not the case it's that i thought it wasn't a great fit and it's yeah. proving to a point to not be a great fit just maybe in a different way than people thought before where it's vucevic that's the one that's getting affected offensively not DeRozan or levine that because vucevic and DeRozan like to share a lot of the same spots on the floor so that's definitely been a thing and then also the whole the fact that you traded uh, a first round pick and a guy who you could who's a rotation player for the bulls in thad young to get DeMar DeRozan, to have the right to probably overpay him over the course of his deal. 
So that was more the part of it. It wasn't necessarily as much about basketball fit. It's how much did you pay versus what you probably could have paid. And also that you gave up another first round pick and a guy who you in theory could have maybe traded for another first round pick or at least two second round picks. So it's, it was more the, for me, it was as much about the asset play as anything else where, so when you see people say, well, you know, we're signing in the league, well, they're taking things out of context, at least from people that are smart that were saying that because it's bad signing partially because of what you had to give up in sign and trade to make that happen. And because you did all these sign and trades, you're hard capped. So you can only improve your team so much. You can't take on all the money if they even wanted to this year because they're hard capped. We're talking with Rick Camp, host of the Bulls post game show right here on the score, Chicago sports radio, six seventy. So the, as long as we're going back to um, what was said before the season started and projections and the Bulls were projected to be, well, we think they could be a sixth seed. We think they could avoid that whole ugliness of the play-in, maybe challenge for the fourth seed. So this might not have been the path, but injuries and and sort of lack of a specific spot or specific personnel might get them to that point. Where do you think they end up at this point, Rick? As I'm looking at the Eastern Conference standings, they are a game away from the sixth seed, and they're three games away from the seventh seed, which is Charlotte, who's, who, who's been playing a little bit letter, a little bit better lately. Easy for me to say. No, it's not. not. Right the first not time. Really. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. 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 A little letter. Yeah. I, I think they still end up in the top six. Like, that was what it, when uh, all these injuries happened recently, and they became the Chicago six to eight weekers. Like, that was... <laughs> That was the thing for me is, okay, the expectation should be stay out of the play-in. Whatever happens from there on, you essentially hope that you're healthy by the playoffs, and even if you have a tougher matchup than you might have had before, you deal with it. Uh, so stay in the top six. That's my only realistic, that's my only expectation or hope at this point uh, until they get everybody back is just to be able to stay there. Stay in the top six. Don't have to deal with weirdness from the play-in. Because there's teams in the play-in that could give the Bulls a little bit of trouble. If everything ended today, the play-in would be Charlotte, Boston, Toronto, and Washington. And while they're not the they're not the best teams in the world, they're unique teams that provide some different challenge specific challenges to different teams. So if you can avoid one game weirdness, cool, do that. <laughs> that that should be the goal at this point. They're at the two seed right now, and that's fantastic because it gives them that little bit of wiggle room. But you know, Milwaukee, they can probably turn it on when they want. The fact that Cleveland, with all the... That's the thing with the Bulls have to look at, too. With all the injuries the Cavs have dealt with, they're still 30-19. and 19. They're two out. And, and they have the second easiest schedule down the stretch. Yeah. So even though you might say in the playoffs, maybe the Bulls are a better team than them if the Bulls are healthy, the Cavs have a much easier path down the stretch. And then yeah. the Bucks are the Bucks. At Joel Embiid's playing at an MVP level right now. It'll be interesting to see what the Nets look like. But, you know, if the Bulls end up as the five or six, if we try to take it back to preseason expectation, if you would have said, hey, sign up, you can sign up for the Bulls to be the sixth seed and mm-hmm. avoid the play in right now, I think a vast, vast, yeah. vast majority of Bulls fans would have done it. Oh, man, I love I love the Eastern Conference. It's great that it's like this because it wasn't that long ago that it was bad. It's I, much I better have... than the West. Look at the West. In the oh, West, I know. The, like, you have a team as of now that would be in the play-in that's 21 and 28. 
Oh, man. Matt Nagy's, that, that is Matt Nagy's Bears? Yeah. <laughs> is that it? Hey, I have an important question. I, I, I can't let go here. It's at the bottom of my notes, admittedly. Um, are those new uniforms this year for the Spurs, Those the, the Starburst Tropical oh, yeah. or whatever they're going for? That's yeah. this year, right? Yeah, that's their City Connect jerseys this year. Oh, okay. They are awesome. <laughs> and, that, and the court paired with it is great. They look like Starburst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is it's, great. It's like if you took the uh, the Jackie Moon jerseys and put them with the like 1990s Spurs jerseys, like oh my you know, god, before they yeah. before they had Tim Duncan style. But those like, are the. Are you man. sure those are the City Connect? Because the floor, unless they mm-hmm. did the floor in City Connect too, because their floor is the exact same pattern. So I thought maybe they just changed their whole logo and remarketed the team. No, I I think they should do that with those with the with okay. that color scheme. But no, a lot of the teams I don't know if every team does it where they have like a different court pattern to pair with their City Connect jerseys as well. Okay, okay. As you can see, I haven't been watching a whole lot of Spurs no. basketball no. this year. So. And you know what? You're not alone. <laughs> that's true. I have been because I'm on League Pass all the time. Of course, so like that, you that's are. pretty much. And so I yeah. get to see all that, and then all the in the in game the in break entertainment that oh. they show on League. Pass, oh, that's a whole that's nother great. thing oh wow i didn't know that that's incredible i might just have to invest so rick we we have some food questions for you okay all right we're as many of you know rick is the co-founder and the the co-eater on the i'm fat podcast <laughs> with jay zawoski and this comes from iceland this this first issue it's uh re- recently there was something they called farmer's day or translates as farmer's day also Men's Day or Husband's Day in Iceland. And they served a pizza that was a cheese pizza topped with arugula or rucola, which is arugula, and carrot slices. But the crowning touch on this pizza was a braised sheep's face. The entire sheep's head was sitting on the pizza. That's how they served it. Eating it is, is a task. Where you remove the sheep's face after you've taken it, the pictures and put it on Twitter, I guess. And then you cut out a slice of pizza and then you rip the pieces of meat off the no. sheep's face. No. You dip it in a no. sauce and then you put no. it on your slice of pizza. How you how you fix for that, Rick? I mean, that's a bridge too far for me. <laughs> yeah. To put a, to put arugula on the pizza is just is just a, a bridge too far. It is. You never had I, mean, a, like, I think arugula on pizza is very, really good, but but it's, it's green. It's green. It has no place on there. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. A pepper. Yes, exactly. Like there's there's very minimal things that can be green and on a pizza, and generally they have to be diced pretty small. But I also want my pizza to be no assembly required. So, right. so right. I guess that'll take the sheep's head out for me too. Darn. All right, darn. <laughs> now here's something featuring Mark's good buddy Chance the Rapper. Oh, Chance. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He gets dairy and non-dairy versions with uh, Ben and Jerry's called Mint Chocolate Chance. So. It's mint ice cream loaded with fudge brownies. As you guys like to say, there's no bad words in there. Or I sense mint ice cream is a polarizing issue in the food world. Share it with is. us. Uh, no, I think that sounds pretty great, honestly. Like I, <laughs> I, do, I, I don't choose mint ice cream as often as most, but it's not because I dislike it. 
So like that sounds wonderful. I would absolutely have that, but I need the dairy version. This non-dairy whatever. Yeah, get right. that out of my face. Give me the dairy version. <laughs> I need my mint. I'm here for mint ice cream. Yeah. I need the brownies. Like that, yes. Just sign me up. I'm, I'm with you on the top with brownies. I would top it. I would take brownies and put them on top of the mint sure. chocolate chip brownie. But Chance... You know, mint chocolate chance. That's did, did Mark, did your buddy Chance the Rapper share any of this with you? Did you know? Next time I run into him in the neighborhood, yeah. I will ask him as long as he is not busy. So I get updates. Yeah. I get updates. Okay. Yep. Rick, I, I don't think I don't think you sounded sincere there, Mark. <laughs> no, I really he does he actually no, no joke. Uh, this Chance is a true rapper, thing. He this lives is... in my neighborhood and it was what is like a year ago. I, I had never seen. Ch- I, I knew. I know where he lives, and I've been by, walked by his place a billion times. And I was walking down the street um, on Ohio Street, East Ohio, and walking down the street, and there, there comes like it's chant. He's wearing the. Th- he's got the three hat on and everything. Like he's in costume. In oh no! Public. I, I don't doubt that you could find that man, but it's a yeah. matter of like being willing to go up to him and be like. So chance oh. that your ice cream. Your How about ice, that whole deal? Yeah, I got a pint. You had a pint well, on you. You could spare. Yeah, I did. I did sort of stop him. I, I mean, I didn't stop him, but I was just like, "Hey, how's it, the chance?" I, I I introduced myself, and he said, "Oh, nice to meet you." And that was it. I and I let him go. Didn't want to bug the dude. But yeah, would I take it to that extreme? I, I'd have to be in a gutsy mood. No, you just have to want dessert. That's all. And That's I think true. he would welcome the chance to, to hey, get I'm, the kind of Saturday I, suckage publicity we can I am them. looking to collaborate with there Chance. Collaborate. I mean, if we're, we're, okay. we're, we're close, you know. Last item, Rick. I'd not heard of this, but I think this sounds delicious. And apparently it's a regular thing up in Milwaukee. So I don't know if the I'm Fat podcast is, has has done a um, – has done remotes, yeah. But well, there's a bar next to Marquette's home arena – and okay. it's called, and what they serve, duck nachos. Hmm. I I'd be here for that on principle. I I would need more. <laughs> I need a few more details of what all goes on said nachos and the construction of said nachos. However, yeah. on on its face, duck nachos is something I would be here for. I, I think it sounds great. It, it would. I'm appear- not, not literally putting the face. On the nachos, like like, <laughs> like the sheep's head. Yes, I mean, I'm not talking literally, but you know, on yeah. the basic concept, I'm here for this, it. This head thing need be a trend. We don't need yeah. this. Exactly. That is no, no, no. I don't want to go to the trendy restaurants in Chicago and and get their their face special. No. Yes, give me the sheep's head special. There yeah. you go. I mean, most of the time with the, with that title of a special, you're not at a restaurant, but the, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, a cut-rate Godfather movie. <laughs> the sheep's yeah. head in the bed. All right, Rick, I appreciate your time. Thank you for sharing uh, bowls and food with us, as always. I appreciate you guys having me, as always. Thank you. Right. Bye, Rick. That's Rick Camp, uh, Bulls postgame host. Uh, we uh, we like having him on. He loves the game, as you can tell, and he loves food, as you can tell, and those are – those are passions that we respect around here. By the way, speaking yeah. of you and Chance, rapper. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or Kanye. Got a They're, relationship with Kanye, Yee, too. that's right. Yee. Don't you just Yee. call him Yee? 
What's up, ye? No, you know what? Yeah. No, I didn't. I we didn't go ye on him, but and mm. I'm just fellas to him. What's up, fella? Well, we had th- this appears in various forms of you know brush with whether it's brush brush with greatness, but some kind of celebrity interaction. Um, on Twitter, it became a thing of tell me about the strangest interaction you've had with a celebrity, which we've all had that some sure. form. There's a story there. Yeah, this is one of the best answers I've ever heard or seen. This came on Twitter. Tell me the strangest interaction you've had with a celebrity. And Sasha Spielberg tweeted, "My birth." <laughs> Isn't that great? That is great. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break and uh, we'll come back with more Saturday suckage because it's what we do, and yeah. we don't want to disappoint you. And 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 there was no lack of. No lack of Bears, former Bears, Bears fans, just pitching steamers. Pitching, you know, if you talk about the loaf chart, pitching, <laughs> pitching a loaf all over the Packers and the Packers steamers. So we're gonna, we're gonna share some of that, and I don't know, we'll fill out the hour and hope that nobody important is listening oh, to the show. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> This sucks even for us. Body parts funny, body functions not. I don't know. <laughs> no, they are. You can't you can't do that. It all has to has to no I'm laughing. Body I'm functions laughing. are. Yeah. I thought a commercial yeah. would be playing by now. Yeah, I dumped that one. <laughs> oh really? Really? What did you what, dump? What, what happened? People online heard it. What what all right, we'll discuss Wait this. a minute. Wait, what, what happened? Okay. All right, we'll discuss. What got dumped? What I didn't say any words. Did I? I don't, was it me? Or was it him? It was I'll him, explain right? during the break. Okay. <laughs> I guess we better take it then. Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers over Think your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there 
there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. News. Stevie Sunshine. Rose the Moving Grody on Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score. I did not think we would see this tweet. Tom Brady, ladies and gentlemen, is retiring from football after 22 extraordinary seasons. This is from Adam Schefter. Multiple and I sources. Have some breaking news for you. Yep, telling Jeff Darlington and me. Again, that's Adam Schefter, ESPN. More to come on this breaking news that Tom Brady is retiring. Aaron Rodgers to Tampa Bay. I guess that's what that means. Wow. Breaking news on the score is brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Protect your privacy online for free with DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo. Privacy simplified. Well, we can't say it was a surprise. He kept hinting at it. Yeah, but players always hint at retirement. And I just know, considering how well he played this year, it, to come out with this news this early, this is a surprise to me. Hmm. I wasn't really. They once they didn't win, and you know, as as toxic of a human being as I think Brady is for enabling a domestic abuser like Antonio Brown. Same with Bruce Arians. I just think there's a there's a sick stripe of of toxicity about them. I was glad the way it ended, and I think that that he had done. Whatever he was going to sacrifice or do in the name of winning, including enabling sick guy like that, that you're done after that. Where are you going to go? And you're 44, 45. It's so I, I can't. We we I think we all saw this coming. We knew it was going to happen. Do you think it was going to come later I, in the like in I, summer? Yeah, I think I thought it would come later or wouldn't come at all. Those would have been if I had to like choose two possibilities. It would have been way later or not way later. I don't think he would have screwed over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but it would have come later. And and moreover, I I really thought he would have come back again. So I I guess based on the comments that he did make in his own podcast with Jim Gray, he can't really come back from those, though, now that I think about it, because he was talking about how his what his family has done for him and what they have done to help his needs, and he said he now wants to help their needs, a lot of that. And sometimes we hear that stuff, and for me it goes in one ear and out the other, just because we see so many coaches attribute family as to why I'm leaving, or some ambiguous health thing, and then they're back the next year so i've become a little bit jaded by that but maybe i should have been listening a little bit more closely i don't know i did why, why would i have anybody suspected that tom brady would retire considering the year he had and considered how far he's come already at an extraordinary age i think if you listen to the way he was talking after the loss last weekend i got the feeling that he was done 
Just like the way he was talking about his family and, you know, spending time with his kids and whatnot. Like, it just, it seemed like a guy that was more seriously than in the past considering walking away. Yeah, I guess. I guess so. And I guess maybe I didn't allow myself to hear it that way. I've looked at it as code for what's really on this roster. With every athlete who says that, what's really on this roster. And in, in Brady's case, I looked at that. And again, I said, he whatever he was willing to sacrifice in terms of what, what diminishing moral compass, what diminishing moral code he had with Antonio Brown and then that didn't work out as the guy just showed you his his true colors and and Gronk is not you know there there's not enough there they were going to have to find different ways to do it they couldn't find different ways to do it they couldn't win they they couldn't get there and that now what he's certainly not you know 45 he's not going to be about rebuilding so i don't think he saw a quick fix so then maybe he so then he could retire and then go back go to another team do the Brett Favre <laughs> Sure, why not? <laughs> so so you're, not, you are actually doubting the family thing then, too. Yes, in a way I okay. was. It was. It All was. Right. It, it is convenient. It is a true thing. But I think looking at that, I think he looked at the roster. I always take, I, maybe it's just cynical of me, but I think a lot of athletes look at the roster. A lot of guys at that at that Brady level or the the the, the type A, the, the 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 team leader, that one guy. They go, oh, what are my chances here? As they, the older they get, the more acute that feeling is that that roster has to be perfect for them. And it's just so bizarre to think about heading into an NFL season without Tom Brady. Yeah, you know what I mean. There's 22 years, and for most of those years, he's been you know one of the most important figures and players in the NFL. What a that is shocking, and you know, Tom Brady retires. And I guess on, on this, on this air station or on this uh, radio station right now, I'm the only one who's shocked. But I, I wonder how other people feel. Three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven is the text line, or if you dare care to call. But you know, no, we we have a breaking news sounder. We do not have a breaking. We do have a breaking caller sounder. It's just rusty. It's dusty. But it brings up two you know, two points I want to discuss with you. The um, Surefire Hall of Famer, right? There's no argument there. Who, Brady? Yeah. Seven. Seven. Okay. So I this happened with Mario Lemieux when he inexplicably retired. He he would come back. He would do that thing. But when, Mm -hmm. you know, a non-Hodgkin's lymphoma took him. And what the NFL, what the NHL did was fast track him into the Hall of Fame. It was, it took like three minutes. Mm. There was no... You don't no waiting period, yeah. no time. It's like, oh yeah, he's Mario Lemieux. Yeah, just like in. you. Oh yeah, he's Tom Brady. Come why isn't back. he hall of? Why isn't he in the Hall of Fame in an hour? Why do? Why do you? Would you need to wait? Is there any question? Have an emergency meeting of all the voters. <laughs> but I'm serious. I, yeah. I I look at that and I say, there's just no question that he should be fast tracked. There should be something like this. And in five years, whatever the waiting period is, three years in the NHL, whatever they were going to do, whatever they did do, whatever rules they've set out, I think there's something to be said. Baseball should really – I mean, baseball is, is crazy with its Hall of Fame. But there's something to be said for celebrating Tom Brady the year he retires. Celebrating a guy like Tom Brady yeah, well, they're, well, they're the, the year their he powers. retires. Yes, 
Yes, and that would also set Tom Brady up to be the first ever player to come out of retirement as a Hall of Famer. He, oh. You know what? He could he could have a shirt like uh, Tony LaRusso. I'm a Hall of Famer baseball person, <laughs> but his would say Hall of Famer football person. Texter says Brady next Bears offensive coordinator. Yeah, let's or, go or the touch or the quarterback to lead Justin Fields to honestly. I'd pay I'd pay Tom Brady top top money to come to training camp for two days, wouldn't you? <laughs> Just two days, like training camp, two days. I will pay you the going rate and then double it. So sir. More, more than fifteen dollars an hour. Yeah. More than more than yes. the old and crude rate. Yeah, thirty dollars an hour. Uh, yeah, How 30? valuable. We talking thirty. Oh. How wow. valuable would Tom Brady or Peyton Manning or just one of these great quarterback minds be for two days in your training camp? Mm. I'd pay. I'd pay. You know the other thing that we, the other thing we talked about in, in, and we were discussing coaches and we're discussing with with about the idea of what your play the cut and what Mark heard about Wani talking about he's. He and his fellow dinosaurs is Jurassic Park. This is when you needed Jeff Goldblum voice, but this is all the all the Jurassic Park guys and and Iwani's saying it would be you know you match the young GM with a young coach and that and then he's of that belief. He thinks that's that's going to work and and we're talking a lot about first timers catch catch that lightning in a bottle mm-hmm. catch that next rising yeah. star. Yeah. Well, as long as we're talking about Brady retiring. With all those Super Bowl rings, the coach who has all those Super Bowl rings minus one, along with him, was a guy who got it because he was on his second job or third, depending upon the time, whether you count quitting the Jets to go to work for the, the Patriots, but accepting the Jets job. But as far as <laughs> sideline coaching, Bill Belichick needed a second try to become yeah. Bill Belichick. He sure and did. not a he wasn't he wasn't you know, Sean McVay wasn't that first time, didn't wow you there. And Pete Carroll, second time around in the NFL. He was a guy who needed, he failed with the Jets as well. And so so while we watch the Bears with a young GM and then a young coach, untested, they're now going to be doing, they'll be in roles they've never done before. And yet it was Bill Belichick, the coach of this era and maybe of all time, who just needed a second chance. Yeah. A couple of text messages that I just was <laughs> giggling over. 630, I can't help but hear Bill Curtis yes. saying Mario Lamux. Lemux. It was Mario. Mario. He said Lemux. Mar- okay. Yeah, Mario Lemux. <laughs> I didn't hear Fantastic that, but I could hear it. Pictures. Um, and then a couple others that I wanted to read just really quickly. Or actually, just one other, because I really genuinely want to know. From the 312, what is this guy talking about? How is he allowed airspace? I'm curious as to what one of us said. To whom is he referring? To what is he referring? I think he's listening to another station and just texted us. I think Because that be. happens often. Yeah, and that that could be the, the... I mean, it's Saturday suckage. Anything goes. But yeah. I, I was genuinely curious. I thought you were going to... Peoria Matt's... Text Mitch, oh, yes. Mitch to Tampa Bay. Mm, there you go. Yep. He'll be a candidate. Hey, that's a good. That's what you know. These all these second string quarterbacks that are you know whether failed first stringers or guys that have been toiling away. They say, hey, their guy. Everybody gets on the phone in the in the tech in the chat, 
And hey, there's an opening. There's an opening. Good weather. Tampa Bay. Good Oregon. There you go. There's an opening because Tom freaking Brady retired. Oh my goodness. Do you think that what we now know about Matt Nagy, the way he the way he treated Mitch Trubisky in that postseason meeting, the way he paid no mind to Allen Robinson, as we heard earlier in the show from Allen Robinson, and we heard about that. Do you think that Matt Mitch Trubisky now becomes sympathetic, and and that is one reason you would give him, you would have hope that he could, yeah. you would you would give him, give him a coach who understands what the player can do, not what the player, not try to force him to, into something he can't do. And does this breathe new life into the Mitch Trubisky career? Well, uh, as presently constituted, it doesn't seem like the NFL has a lot of guys in positions of power that are interested in that resurrection right now. And I only say that because of where he played this year. As a backup in Buffalo, behind a guy who was far and away the number one, there would be no... So he... Mitch Trubisky didn't even find his way onto a roster where he could potentially compete with anybody. So that's that that gives you an idea of what GMs around the league think about Mitch yeah. Trubisky right now. But the but here is that things change every single year in the NFL as to who is making the decisions. The Bears have a, for example, have a new guy in power in Ryan Pohl. So as evaluators change, so will that possibly, because there, there will eventually be somebody who is not in a position of power now that will be that was a fan of Mitch Trubisky and believes in him. So I do think he'll get another chance. Will will it amount to anything? I don't know. I mean, we we saw it for... For four years, you know, maybe three and a half, and there just weren't Steve a lot of signs of special. Well, there were some, and one was against Tampa Bay, Tom Brady's future team when he threw six TDs. <laughs> right? That that did happen against. By the way, a train wreck of a secondary for the Buccaneers. All right, let's take a break. When we come back. I want to go back to the Allen Robinson stuff. We'll sort of update our listeners on what we. What Allen Robinson said that mirrored what Mitch Trubisky said, and the more we find out about how unprofessional and ill-prepared Matt Nagy was, the more you might think things might be different. We brought up Mr. Bisky, but suddenly Allen Robinson seems to be in play because he wants to be in play because the quarter, because the coach isn't the coach anymore. So we'll discuss that on Saturday Soccer. Steve Rosenblum, Mark Rody with you. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. I was a pending free agent at that point. I didn't know which direction. Mm they were wanting to go in either way or not. So for me, I'm waiting for the exit meeting. So, okay, so we could talk about this thing. What's, what's you know what I'm saying? Like, like what do y'all see or, or think in the foreseeable future mm. just to give me an idea? So for me, if, if, if it's supposed to be a Zoom link sent out to me, cool. All right, I'm waiting for that Zoom link. So now we can chop it up and see, you know, see, see what's up. Even from, a, even from a football side, from how do we improve on I next like year? Yeah, yeah. And, I'm week go by. I'm no Zoom link. Two weeks, no, no Zoom. Zoom link. January, no Zoom link. Now we, you in now February. we in February. No Zoom link. And nope. 
That is Allen Robinson, erstwhile, still future Bears receiver on the Cut To It podcast with Steve Smith Sr. Talking about Matt Nagy, just there was no exit interview after the 2020 season. Just no talk, no nothing. Yeah, blew him off. Just Everybody's the same way telling Nagy's, on uh, Matt Nagy yeah, all of a sudden. Right. And there was the Trubisky story. No, he just he didn't show up for a meeting with Trubisky. And that's, and we're, we're seeing more of the unprofessionalism of Matt Nagy, ill-prepared, unprofessional, how you, however you want to look at it. And Alan Robinson has tweeted about his love for Chicago. And everything's good. Always loved it. He's got a blue and orange, navy blue and orange heart. And that's what he's... That's what he's tweeting out. So that coach isn't there. That GM's not there. Somebody new here. And maybe they see what we all saw is that Allen Robinson wants to be here and wants to contribute. And maybe they'll bring in an offensive coordinator with a clue. What do you think? What if they just stuck him and gave him the franchise tag again? Oh, <laughs> here you go. Yeah. Um, Ryan Poles here. Yeah, yeah. you got new life. You hear Allen Robinson. But, uh, no, I mean, that, I did wonder about that. And, yes, it is not – the door is not shut with Allen Robinson in the Bears. I don't know if Robinson has resentment for – the people higher on the food chain than Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy. I don't know because I do think, again, in the name of George McCaskey typically letting Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy do their jobs, it would seem that the negotiating would have been going on with Ryan Pace exclusively, that that was his decision and that relationship, which was business. And then it sounded like it got a little personal with Matt Nagy and what Al Robinson was saying on the podcast. And, and to me that that's bizarre that's mm-hmm. bizarre that matt Nagy wouldn't want like i can't even come up with some reason like that there would be like malice behind it like somehow some way matt Nagy was not wanting to call alan like i don't think that's it i just think it was like complete like criminal neglect on the part of of matt Nagy or thinking that everything was fine with al robinson so i don't need to talk to him like i don't think it was and maybe you think differently i don't think it was anything like nasty or premeditated do you no i don't think at that point but i do think it it devolved into that remember it was alan robinson somewhere in the middle of this year when asked or or in in answering a question about the bears offense said we still we're trying to establish an identity four years later he basically damned matt Nagy. yeah yeah, and that, that's true, and, that and he is—he is the—he is the, has done. been the identity. That's the other part. <laughs> Al Robinson <laughs> was the until last year, he was the Bears' identity. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, so, so, anyways, that was that was the latest thing. It's and so that opens. It seems to me that opens the door. New coach, new GM. Um, they opens the door for him to come back to a position the Bears desperately need to fill, and they certainly know what they got there. Do you remember? You remember our good friend Gordon Beckham? Yeah. Right? Okay. So he tweeted this out this week. I think it's hysterical when we learned the Hall of Fame results. And this is what Gordon Beckham tweeted. Since my good friend Buster Posey decided to retire this year, I am officially announcing I will be retiring as well. I want to make sure that we get into the Hall of Fame the same year. Start the countdown. (laughs) That's great. 
It's interesting to know too that he he hadn't turned in his retirement papers yet. Yes. So yeah. he's he's well, it was the fun. same thing with Kyle Lawn, right? He yeah. never like he You're was right. retired in, in yeah. January, but it was really he just got he got fired and didn't uh, sign to yes. a team. Kept never did fired. the paperwork. Yeah. Little sneaky. These players are sneaky. I tell you, they're all coming back. I they tell are. you. And we had one more piece of sound. Do we have the? Is that handy? Is the Bill Murray thing handy? Because it was it was Saturday Night Live forty four years ago that. Um, something that Trash Band, who loves SNL, did not know existed, and and it would be it would have a life of its own, and it kind of saved Bill Murray on that show with a career that really wasn't wasn't flying on that show, given all the complexities and all the politics of that. So, do we have that Trash Panda? All right, this is. This is the one of the more famous one of the more famous sketches Bill Murray on Saturday Night Live. Let's go out with something really hot for these folks. A big hit out of '77. Ah, Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars. Give me the Star Wars. Don't let them in. How about that nutty Star Wars bar? Can you forget all the creatures in there? And hey, Darth Vader in that black and evil mask. Did he scare you as much as he scared me? Ah! Star Wars! Those near it far war! My seventh winner up here! Star Wars! <laughs> That's so great. And then he would be on Amtrak. He would be Nick Rails, and Trash Panda never saw the sketch, never heard of the sketch, never knew it. Yeah, Real quick, stop living in the past. Real quick, Jalen Johnson on the Tom Brady retirement. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's Mark Grody. I'm Steve Rosenblum. This has been Saturday Suckage. Want to thank Chris Emma for joining us. Want to thank Rick Rick Camp for joining us. Trash Panda for whatever he did, and. And talking the DMV, and that's uh, we'll be back next week as long as nobody important listen to the show. Chicago Sports Radio six seventy the score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest five G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.